The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase up to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX to save $20 on your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times the amount in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN and get... 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Yes, sir. We are here with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no guys. Me, really real, and real, real from Gene here at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And you know it is, it is the WNBA Gambling Podcast. It is the semifinals of the WNBA playoffs. So I got my guy Scott Studio Rochelle with me. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Scott, I think there's a Nicki Minaj song in your future. There might be. We'll see. But either way, uh, nice to be back. Looking forward to the second round of the WNBA playoffs. We are in semifinal territory. Should be fun. First round was kind of anticlimactic, but that's usually how it goes. We had one game three in the entire tournament. So all four favorites com- move on. Yep. All the favorites move on, which t- happens a decent amount of WNBA playoffs, but a couple good matchups. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to go straight into it and not waste any time because this game is kicking off in less than two hours. 1 p.m. on the East Coast. Connecticut Sun are traveling to New York to play the New York Liberty in their series. Line opened up at minus six and a half. It's now all the way up to minus eight and a half for the New York Liberty. 163 is the total there. That's up half a point. Injury report for these two teams, and I have here for the Connecticut Sun, it looks like they are clean, nothing to report there. And for the New York Liberty, clean injury report as well, nothing to report. So we're getting both of these two teams at full strength as we've known them for majority of the season. Are we laying eight and a half with the Liberty in game one? All I know is that earlier, a couple of days ago, the spread was around six, six and a half. So the line has gone up about two points. Here's my question for you. We know that when it comes to seeding in the WNBA playoffs, usually the eighth seed and the seventh seed are below 500. And usually mm-hmm. the top seeds dominate. Now, the Aces actually faced off against the real eight seed, and they won each game by 20 plus points. We also mm-hmm. know that Washington was a lot better than most seven seeds in previous years. Are you concerned mm-hmm. by how the Liberty looked in the first round? 
are you not concerned because they were really against the four seed, the skies the seven seed? I'm not really concerned. I think they were, in the first but, round. But they, they were playing a better team. And yeah, that's why I was asking. So it's not like they were going to go out. There was no possibility. Like, there was no shot that we were just sitting here and saying they were going to run this team out by 20 both games. Like that. But was the just, Mystics were misseeded because of the injuries they had and stuff like that. That's why I was breaking if you. Up. If you had gave the Aces minus 20 against Chicago, I think we could have talked ourselves into taking minus 20 with the Aces. You could have never talked us into taking yeah. minus 20 with the Liberty. So I think that's the difference between the two teams. And so uh, we do have a system match. Shout out to my guy, Ski Profit. Uh, he put this in our chat earlier. And teams that are a home favorite in game one, and they are coming, they have more rest than the opponent. So they're coming off more rest, probably because the opponent went to a game three, similar to what Connecticut did. Uh, those teams are 0 and 11 ATS since 2020. So better team, more rest in game one doesn't equate to covering the spread. And that technically falls for the Aces as well because the Aces do have more rest. So that, that, that's a that query or query, however he pronounces the word, uh, ping for the sun and the wings here. And it makes this a little interesting. But I think I kind of just want to go back to what we were doing all season. I know it's the playoffs and it's different, but... I do want to point out that the Liberty were 4-0 in the regular season. They won each home game by 15, 16 plus points against Connecticut. So it yeah. has not been a close head-to-head so far this season. It feels like Connecticut's do. It feels like this is the game everybody bets Liberty because dog them all. I think do. I'm I think I'm leaning Connecticut too, personally. Uh, I think eight's a bit too many. You might have me at six. Now I'm saying a guaranteed nine. Connecticut could be leading in this game at some point, actually. I, I feel like the Liberty, once again, even though they were able to get past Washington, I still wasn't overly impressed by their, I'd say, consistent 40-minute effort. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. of how they completely blew a double-digit lead at halftime in game two, but... I don't know. I felt like the Liberty, even though they won the game, they didn't exactly do a great job of blowing out their opponent. They kind of let the Mystics hang around. And I can see a world where the Liberty get up, but not by enough that they just route them. I think Connecticut's going to, I don't want to say build off of the regular season because they lost every Mm -hmm. game against the Liberty, but I do think they can hang in there to avoid getting embarrassed. The last game they played against the Liberty, they lost by 30 plus, but that was also a bad back game which is always a brutal scheduling spot in WNBA. So it was a bit misleading the last one because, mm-hmm. once again, it was a back-to-back spot. But I do think when you're looking at this matchup, I think eight is too many. If I had to just go with Connecticut, once again, being inferior, but also not totally embarrassing them, themselves out there, I'm going to lean to Connecticut. I think the Liberty win the game, but I think eight Here's- is too many points. Here's my question before I give out my official pick. Uh, in that first round, we saw Sandy Bordello go to the starting five for basically almost every single minute of the game. Do you think that happens again? Uh, I don't know why they would change anything, right? I mean, they advanced. Do you? 
I think it does. And because I think it does, I'm playing Connecticut because I think Connecticut has the better bench. With Ty Harris, who is a flamethrower from three, led the league in three-point percentage, and Dijanae Carrington, who can get to the rim and be able to really challenge on the inside, they they might have the better bench. But the, the Liberty don't use there. So I guess the question you yeah. have to ask is, do you think and, that the Sun will do a better job of getting to the free throw line? Because the Mystics, we know how talented they were. We know Cloud went crazy. Oh, this wait, two. no, Scott, what are we doing? This is the this is the Connecticut revenge game. Jacqueline Jones left this team to go. She left this team for dead. Well, I was going to save that. Yeah, I was going to no, save Connecticut plus eight props and a half. for later potentially. But it's it's it's, it's Connecticut plus eight and a half. It's Connecticut plus eight and a half. Okay. Yeah, no, they, she left this there. team for dead. She left this team for dead. She said that I'd be better off going off to the Liberty. There's no way they fold on the road in this spot. At, no, no freaking way. Yeah, Connecticut plus eight and a half. I don't know why. I would, yes, that's the play. Connecticut plus eight and a half. 163. I feel like everybody's everybody's betting over. I was going to ask you, though, if you're picking Connecticut to cover, does that mean you're leaning towards the over or the under? I don't know because Connecticut can step up defensively too. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. Mm, slightly into the over, but I'm not betting it. Very slightly into the over, but I'm not betting it. I don't have any. I'd rather just wait till game two and come in on the under on both games. Well, no, I'm, I'm actually taking. I'll tell you about the spread and, and I mean the total in the next game. But I, I'm rather just wait, watch this game come through, and then come in on the under in game two. I, I don't have a play on the total in the first one, but if I had to lean to the under, I mean, over, I think so I think I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna lean under, but I'm not gonna play it. Game one. Wait, you're leaning under or you're leaning over? Oh, I'm gonna lean under. Oh, I'm leaning over. Oh, sorry. Okay. I thought sorry, game under. two. Game two is when I'm coming in on under. That's what I was saying. Game two, I'm, I'm coming in on. I'm gonna under. lean under. Regardless where the numbers at. Yeah, I'm hoping for once again a bit more intensity and maybe a bit more nerves based on the stakes. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. that from what we saw in game ones, I know it's different because you had a layoff there in the mm-hmm. first round, but you also have a layoff in this round because neither team's played for a couple days. Still not a big fan of the spaced out schedule for the WNBA mm-hmm. playoffs, but whatever. Point is, if you're looking at the game ones in what we just saw a lot of unders in fact there was only one over and that was in the wings dream game but for the most part you saw a bunch of rock fights and i think Mm. that when you're looking at how this can unfold i think there's a couple ways to get the under because if the liberty go somewhat nuts offensively and they completely route connecticut and they score like 85 to 90 points it is possible in theory for them to blow connecticut out by 20 Mm -hmm. plus points that is possible but i do think if we're talking about connecticut keeping it close i do think the defense is going to show up for connecticut in the spot and i don't think connecticut's going to want to run with the liberty i can see them trying to slow it down keep it in the half court a little bit so i'm going to go with the under i'm going to hope that connecticut does a good job at actually limiting fast break opportunities for the team that wants to really just push it i'm going to lean to the under in this game you want to know what's funny and how hard this total is to handicap. So that that uh, system match where I said that, you know, home favorites in game one coming off more rest than their opponent since 2020, uh, 0-11 ATS. So the total there is 4-7 and seven to the over. So okay. more so to the under. The under. Right. But 
the average margin of points is 164. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It's so tough. It's hard. All right. Player props. I like John Quo rebounds. I mean, I feel like that's the only way I can get behind her, but. I Still goes back to the I fact think, the way that I, I Connecticut's going to well. Yeah, I, I don't think that Connecticut's a good rebounding team. We've we've covered this. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't trust my instincts and take Bonner ten plus rebounds in game three at plus five sixty. But Bonner mm-hmm. has to rebound the ball well, and she's not a good rebounder. The only reason why we thought that she would do a pretty good job, or at least I did, in the first round, was because Minnesota's not a great rebounding team either. But the Liberty are. You have to deal with John Quell and Brianna Stewart. And Mm -hmm. I just think once again, you're going to see the Liberty kind of clean up on the glass. That was kind of the story in game one of that mystic series. And even a bit of game two, because John Quell got the rebound off the missed free throw by Inescu in the final 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. They're just so good at cleaning up the glass. And I'm concerned that the sun might get buried on the boards. I like John Quell over nine and a half rebounds. She's been good at, the overall over the season against Connecticut. You can argue that maybe there's a revenge angle for Connecticut because John Quell ditched them. But you can also argue that John Quell wants to stick it to her old team. So I do think, once again, John Quell will be, I don't want to say extra motivated, but I can see a bit of a chip on her shoulder for this matchup. I like John Quell rebounds. I think a double-double is probably in her future. Okay, yeah. I yeah. I mean, I'm I can't really get a coach to that. But my way of fading... John Quill is actually just backing somebody else. And I mean, we're backing the future MVP and the only MVP that should be this year in Alyssa Thomas. Alyssa Thomas over nine and a half rebounds. Okay. If if she if John Quill Jones is gonna have a battle, it's gonna be Alyssa Thomas. And it's not really gonna be anybody else. I mean, I don't I have no idea uh who else is really gonna go down there and continue to battle with her. I think they're gonna go back and forth. Uh You know I'm on her assist. I think her assist is still alive. I want to back. See, I think there's a chance for some scoring here. It's just like it's so many options. I don't know who's going to do the scoring, which makes this a, a tough game one handicap. I'm trying to look at the popular parlays and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think I think my player I'm just gonna want to back is Alyssa Thomas honestly and just go super chalk and just backing Alyssa Thomas, uh, not too much on the point side but definitely on the rebounds and assist side. And my app just reloaded probably because NFL is going on. There we I was, go. I, I was considering 80 points at 16 and a half because recently right. she's accepted a pretty big scoring goal. I know it was against Minnesota, but I don't think it's a coincidence that. The last two games, she has casually dropped 26 and 28 points. She's mm-hmm. also going to play pretty much every minute if this game is close. So I actually don't mind AT points. I think she's probably going to shoot it a lot. Uh, she was really bad against the Liberty last game. She went mm-hmm. uh, two for nine from the floor, had eight points, four rebounds. That was the back-to-back game, so the mm-hmm. whole flat. Uh, the game before, she had 22 points, seven rebounds, 12 assists against the Liberty. Earlier this year, she had 11, 10, and 10. And the first game this season, she was bad. She had 5, 8, and 2. So it's been kind of up and down for yeah. 18 points, but I do like the 
aggressiveness she's shown lately when it comes to shooting the basketball. I think 16 and a half is a bit low. Last one for me, uh, because I don't know who's going to do the scoring, Courtney Vandersloot over seven and a half assists. I'm just going to go with the point guard and racking up those assists. Okay. All right. Another week of football, DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action. $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just $5 for new customers. Use code SGP and look. Huh, who do we who do we back today in the NFL off the look, look, let's back the commanders. Josh Allen is a man. He's not a machine. He's a man. And men lose. And Josh Allen can lose this game to the commanders. He very much can. He he is not the same guy without one Brian Dable. And I have a theory that Dable and Josh Allen are somehow trying to reunite some way by being completely bad in their separate locations. So let's go with the commanders plus five and a half here. That is put $5 on that. Use code SGP for new customers. and You can get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Then you can take those bonus bets. And guess what? You can bet WNBA with the bonus bets. You can bet whatever you want with the bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, official betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by the Game Time app. Looky here, guessy what? You can go to Game Time and get the best tickets at the lowest price at last minute last minute you can do that absolutely with the game time app go there you can get your concert tickets you can get your game tickets you can get your comedy show tickets you can get your wrestling tickets you can get whatever tickets you can think of on the game time app and guess what if you find somewhere with the same row the same ticket and they're cheaper the game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Looky here, looky here, looky here, looky here, looky here. We have the Dallas Wings traveling to Las Vegas to play the Las Vegas Aces. Aces are laying 10 and a half. Open up at 10 and a half. Stay true at 10 and a half. 174 and a half is the total. I mean, I don't think we have an injury report, but we can check and see. It's the same thing for the Aces. You're not seeing Candace Parker. And for the Wings, it's like the wing. same thing. Yeah. So, again, we're getting these teams how we known them for majority of the season. Scott, what is stopping me from wings plus ten and a half and money line here? I mean, come on, Scott. This is the they have played. I think they single handedly played the Aces the best over the entire season. Well, besides the Liberty, but yes, yeah, there we go. Besides, I mean, but clearly it was Liberty, obviously. You know, but I'm just saying the yeah. Liberty did have a winning record against. Yeah, yeah, team, so. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, I think Dallas is pretty live here. I'm not saying they're going to win because I do acknowledge once again the Aces have one home loss the entire season. Technically two if you include Commissioner's Cup, but still. Mm-hmm. The Wings have been competitive. Now, the last two games have not. That's kind of the problem is that the Aces have won each of the last two meetings by at least 13 points. My favorite play is the over. I see a bunch of points. Like I, I don't think either team's going to really stop anybody, and I think you're going to see the pace pick up here 
especially after what happened in the first round. We saw the Wings win each game by 12-plus points. They scored 94-plus points in each game against the Dream. I know the Aces are much better than the Dream, but the point is the Wings, even in the last month of the regular season, they just wanted to play fast. That's all they wanted to do. They gave up a bunch of points, they scored a bunch of points, and they won a bunch of shootouts. So I see a lot of points in this game. I'm going to go with the over. I do wonder, though, if the Aces are going to be in a bit of trouble early on, maybe in game one, because they went up against a playoff team. I put quotes around playoff team with Chicago. They were against a really, really bad team. Like, it's a massive step up in competition. And you can make an argument that it's the same thing for the Wings because the Dream were fine, but now it's the Aces we're talking about. I'm trying to think of the last time the Aces actually had a stressful situation. Because I want to go through the last couple of wins they had, even the regular season. Mm -hmm. They beat the Sky by 22-plus points in each of the first two games. Beat the Mystics by... uh, Sorry, beat the Mercury by 15. Beat the Mercury by 21. Beat the Storm by 26. Beat the Mystics by 9. I I guess that's the last stressful game they had. That that was a couple weeks ago. I'm not saying they forgot how to win close games, but I do wonder if maybe nerves kick in if the Wings punch him in the mouth early and kind of make the Aces recover from that. What do you think? Because I do want to at least point out, maybe it doesn't matter, but the Aces have had a pretty easy schedule. Once mm-hmm. again, the Sky twice, the Mist- the Mercury twice, and the Storm. They haven't really played anybody in two-plus weeks. So I don't care about the first round because the Aces played the Mercury in the first round and perfectly fine last year. But yeah, well, they played the, the Sky, but still, whatever. No, last year. Oh, last year, okay. Yes, last year they played the Mercury in the first round. We're perfectly fine. Didn't have any issues, problems whatsoever. They were fine. So I, I don't think that that's – them playing the Sky and getting through that easy really didn't do anything for me. For me, it's more about the game. And uh, who is saying it in the chat right now? I think Dallas has the size that can really fuck with the Aces. Like, I think they have the size that can really, really get with them. And, uh, yeah, it, yeah, you can say that it's kind of a concern. And if that goes for my, if that helps my argument, fine. Then, yeah, it's a concern that they haven't played close games. But it's really less about close games. It's more about this Dallas team is really just beat to compete with them. Like, they're really, they're really just built to compete with them. They really, really are. And well, my point side- wasn't really that it wasn't a close game recently. My point was they've played a bunch of bottom feeders or below average teams. Yeah, but I'm saying that does it. So, yeah. and I get what you're saying because what you're saying helps my argument of, oh, they yeah. play bottom feeders, now they're playing something good. But I don't care about that fact. Like, I just think that I it's less about that. It is more about the fact that this Dallas team is actually really, really freaking good. They have mm-hmm. the size that can compete with them and that can challenge them down low. They're not going to get killed on the glass. And if they can sh- just straight up continue to scoring, because I don't think that they're going to adequately defend, even though they have played some solid defense over the course of the year. I don't think that they're going to adequately defend, but I think they have so many scoring options. And this is such a get up spot in Vegas game one, playing the aces, a team that you you feel and you know you can beat. And even though. No, those last two games they lost by uh more than 13 points they those games were close like those games were close going into into the fourth quarter and the aces were just able to pull away i don't think they let the aces off the hook this time i think they take this one all the way down to the wire i am locking up 10 and a half with the wings i think this is a great number and i think the wings are live here on the money line like this is a good wings team and tiara mcgowan is going to be probably my player of the game if they get this done because she's probably going to have somewhere of like 13 and 13 or something like that yeah i love the over 
The over is my favorite play. I'm going to agree with you on the actual side. I think 10 and a half is too many points. Once again, the Aces beat the Sky by 20 plus. That means nothing to me. So oh. I do think the Wings should be able to hang in there. But I really can't go against the over. Both teams want to run. We talked about it with the hype up matchup when the we saw the Wings end up sweeping and the Aces sweep. And we basically just said, when do we get 180 in a game in the series? I think we're going to get 180 at some point because I have to assume the over is going to hit in a lot of these games. I'm on the over. I, I don't think either team's going to guard anybody. But even yeah. if the Wings want to win, they're not going to win by shutting down the Aces. They're just going to try to outscore them. It's like the Wings don't even try to guard anybody. And the Aces have been better defensively recently. But once again, I do think part of that is because of the fact they didn't play anybody worth a damn in the mm -hmm. last couple weeks. So I'm on the over. I think that one of these teams, probably both, have a shot at 90. Maybe one oh. team gets to 100. Like, I, I'm going to glean to the over here. I'm taking the over as far up as I can take it. And at, on DraftKings, I can take it up to 185 and a half at plus 280. I'm doing okay. it. I'm doing it. I mean, I you just said it. You think they both can get to, 80, to 90. You think they both can get to 90. They both, they both can. Like, if I so, told you the Aces routed them in some, like, let's say we get the game script wrong, but we get the pace right. If the Aces score 100 points, the Wings are scoring at least 75. Yeah. Like, that's going They're over. They're not going or, down by 25. They're no, I was going to say, either the Aces potentially score 100, which they can do because the Wings don't guard anybody, or the Wings show up offensively, punch the Aces in the mouth, and suddenly you have a race to 90. Either way, the point is there's a couple ways for the game to go over. Let's just keep doing this whole all series. All series, let's just continue. Maybe not game two, because I really am on game two unders. But outside of game two, let's just continue to take the over all the way up. And and let's just see. I, I 185. Like if you told me this line was 185, I'd be like, huh, that's really high. But all I know is the aces want to run, and the wings definitely want to run. So I'm not expecting any slowdown of pace. So I do think that leads to more points. All right. Interesting, 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 interesting. Yeah. All right. You heard it from us. Uh, before we get to player props for this one, let me talk to you one more time about Underdog Fantasy because from now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to 5 Hundred dollars, hundred thousand dollars. Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy, where ten people will get ten thousand dollars at Underdog. Make me one of your, make me one of the favorites. Oh, make me one of the favorites, guys. Honestly, if I wake up and there's ten k in my Underdog account, I, I just might not be here for the next episode. I'm not gonna lie, I it's a good. Or if I am here, I probably will be here, but I may be on a beach. There's a good possibility I'm on a beach. I deserve a vacation. There, there's a good possibility I'm on a beach. I, I, I hope I hope that all of you, and if you win the 10K, you can break me off a little piece. I mean, you up 10K, you can break me off a little piece. You won't even miss it. Like, you won't even miss it. Come on now. All right. This week's higher lower is Tyreek Hill, 91 and a half yards higher or lower. Even if you're wrong, you still have a chance to win 10K. Just make sure you put it in your underdog lineup. What I will tell you is that Tyreek Hill has never, never had over 75 receiving yards against the Broncos in his career. That is 11 games, never had over 75 receiving yards. I'm going lower. When you sign up, use promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. There is no Waddle in that game, so 
also interesting. But a lot of people we'll like what was it Rivercraft? What was his name Rivercraft? Oh yeah, he he always does find a way to be in it. Like to he might score a touchdown actually. <gasps> Scott, you might have just gave me somebody for the touchdown parlay that's going on in an hour on Sports Gambling Podcast. Make sure you check out Sports Gambling Podcast. I'll be there in an hour to give out my touchdown parlay. Hall of Fame bets. Sports betting analytics platform with player props, parlays, game lines, everything you need. The parlay optimizer can give you the hit rate of your parlay and everything. There's it's it's really a really useful tool to just get more data-driven parlays and give yourself the, the best optimal chance of hitting your parlay. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or use HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN and get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning today with Hall of Fame Bets. I was just using that joint earlier to make a parlay. All right. Player props, and then we'll get to lock dog and prop in a in an underdog real quick before we get out of here. I'm not taking any unders in uh, in this yeah, game. Yeah, so. uh, let me just start. Let me just start. Point guard assist at over seven and a half. I mean, she could literally go out here and look like a reincarnation of I don't even freaking know Magic Johnson like she's good like there's gonna be the ball's gonna be flying everywhere there's gonna be so many highlights in this game uh, it's point God over seven and a half assists and give me Satu as well over four and a half assists at minus 125 Satu's really really been distributing the ball like really really been distributing the ball and she hasn't always had the best games against the aces this season and so uh, I can see her Getting inside the paint, being able to kick out the three-point shooters, getting some easy assists, getting her teammates involved. Satu Sabu over four and a half assists. I like both of those. I'm looking once again at McCown rebounds. Uh, I know you were going to mention it at some point, but I'll do it yep. anyway. I, go I can't go against McCown. Uh, the rebounding is too good. And you're looking at what the Aces have. Asia's a good rebounder, but we know An McCown is one of the taller players in the league. Mm-hmm. I think that she's just going to park herself in the lane and get rebounds. So I think McCown, once again, who's been really good at rebounding lately, she's been a force. And to go through the numbers, I know it's against Atlanta, so it's a different front line, but 16 rebounds, 14 rebounds, 10 rebounds, 9 rebounds, 12 rebounds, 10 rebounds. Uh, If you want to go back even further, 3 rebounds, 5, so not good performances, but before that, Uh 18 rebounds, 16 rebounds, 13 rebounds, 11 rebounds. Now, she played against the Aces, a couple of times this season and had kind of mixed results because on August 8th, she played 10 minutes for some reason, had zero points, two rebounds, but most of it was okay. Yes, that, that makes sense. Uh, but for July 30th, she had 25 points, 14 rebounds against the aces. They played earlier before that 14 points, 12 rebounds, 14 points, 11 rebounds. So mm-hmm. I think McCown gets a double double in this game. I'll take the rebounds, though. I think that you're looking at a lot of possessions. She's going to be able to get a height advantage on whoever's basically guarding her. I like the rebounds for McCown. Yeah, I do, too. And just to, you know, kind of save myself from a McCown and get sent foul trouble because Asia's so freaking good at basketball, I, I am taking Asia's rebounds as well. I think she still can get there. Even if McCown can get there, I think she could still get there. And so I, I'm backing her as well. That game was not – I don't know what was going on with that 10 minutes per game, actually, because she only had one foul in that game. So I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I can't remember what happened in that game. Maybe she got hurt. The point is but, she went over in every other game against the Aces. Yeah. So I'll use that. And so McCowan, like that. Asia over 9.5, like that as well. I really like Asia over 9.5. I think she's just a dog. Like, she's just really, really good at basketball. I'm taking Asia points, too. There's, like, come on now. I'm 
Yeah, there's there's nothing getting me off Asia points there. I of will. Course. Chelsea Gray twenty plus. Hold on, hold on, real quick. I gotta get out before because before I forget, before I forget, okay. I gotta get out. Chelsea Gray twenty plus is at plus two hundred five. She is really good in the playoffs, guys. Like really, really good in the playoffs. I'm trying I'm to think if is a good deal or not. It's a little bit a cheaper deal? than it normally is. It's cheaper. I was gonna than say it feels is. cheaper, but it's uh you know it's a higher. You're expecting more points in the game, higher tempo game. I kind of understand why it's a little bit lower. Uh, but it is a little bit lower than what it normally. I think I'm leaning to a Goomba Wale over an assist. I think a Goomba Wale's number is too low. Troy, there you like it. Is. I don't I don't know. It's been more more willing to share the ball. It, it, uh, Arike is going to take the shot regardless. Like over on bad shots for like she's going to take. Like she's a. Like, I think she's still going to have a good game, but I don't know, man. She just got them past. I see past it a lot more. The reason why I'm bringing up the assists is because Agumbawale's last couple of games, seven assists, seven assists, six assists, ten assists, five assists. So she's okay. been pretty consistent when it comes to going over. To go through the Aces games, she has not been as great. She's usually hovering around this number. She had four assists on August 8th against the Aces, mm-hmm. had five on July 30th, two on the seventh and had seven in the first meeting the season. So she's been mm-hmm. two and two at this number. But I do think once again, if we're expecting the wings to score 80 plus points and yeah. she's gone over this number in five straight, she's going to play barring a blowout, probably 37 plus minutes in this mm-hmm. game. I think I'm going to go with the over for a RK assist. It's that even money, uh, which I think is a good deal there. I'll go with the over for Agumba Wale assists. If you're expecting points, and once again, she's gone over in five straight, I think that's a pretty good deal with even money. All right. Let's finish this out, close this out, because we have to get and talk about football in a few. Lock, dog, prop. For my lock, I'm rolling with the wings, man. I trust the wings in this spot. I don't think – I think they come out here and they give us a game. Give me the wings plus ten and a half. For my dog, do they shock New York in the first half? Like, do they just come in here and guns blazing and really, really throw it? See, I would I would counter and say, well, if the Sun are going to keep it close, then how are they getting off to a bad start? But we just saw it in game two at the Mystics where they were terrible in the first half and then the Liberty fell apart. Let them, yeah, you're right. All right, Chelsea Gray, 20 plus, plus 205. That's my dog. Okay. For my prop. I do want to go back to the other game. Yeah, man, AT is going to challenge. And it's at eight and a half. Yeah, Alyssa Thomas, over eight and a half rebounds. It's a, it's a little juiced, minus 146. It's pretty juiced, actually. But give me AT over eight and a half rebounds. I feel good about that. I th- yes, Jocko Jones is going to be dominant. I think AT can, is going to go in there and try to minim- minimize whatever impact that Jocko has on the boards as well. So. Give me AT over eight and a half assists. I'm mean, not assists. I'm sorry. Well, I like that to play too, but over eight and a half rebounds. That is my official prop. Scott, over to you. All right. Uh, so for my lock, I think I'm just going to go with what I think is going to be a very, very high scoring series. I'm going to go with the over at 174 and a half between the Wings and the Aces. I know it's game one. The stakes are higher. I get all that. But to be honest, from what I saw between these teams and especially Dallas in the first round, I can't take an under. Like, Dallas is going faster than any other team. They've won a bunch mm-hmm. of games. They're not going to change their style. And the Aces aren't going to see Dallas running 
and go, ooh, we got to not let them do that. No, they're going to try to run, too. Like, I think you're going to see a bunch of points. Give me the over 174.5 as my lock. For my dog, I mean, Arike is a baby dog at even money for the assist, so I'm just not going to do that. But I am trying to see if there's any type of maybe popular parlay I could do for this one. Uh, what do I want to go with? Unfortunately, they don't have anything for rebounds, uh, that I can use for McCown in that popular parlay section, but let me see what I can get here. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to scramble. That's what it looks like. So to look at what I want to go with, is there anything I'm tempted by? Uh, let me just, sorry. I'm just quickly. No, you can go ahead. I really, I really was expecting a bigger selection, especially since it's the second round. I thought we were going to get something a bit more. By the way, they don't um, even have Arike. You can. Arike 25 is plus one. You can do John Quill at 12 plus rebounds at plus 164. I wouldn't get mad at you. I wouldn't call that a baby dog. Uh, I would not call. Uh, no, I think I would call Tierra McGowan at 12 at. Plus one thirty eight of baby dog. No, I mean I would I would do a player performance double with that. I would consider taking like John Quell twelve plus and the Liberty to win, but unfortunately all the player performance boosts involve points. They don't have anything for let me see what I can make on DraftKings and I'll tell you a price and I'll and we'll see if you like it. So if I do John Quell for twelve rebounds 12 plus rebounds, and we add Liberty money line. That comes to 195 plus 195. I'll take that. Okay. So, same game parlay on DraftKings. John Quill Jones plus 12, 12 plus rebounds, and Liberty on the money line is plus 195. That's actually a solid price spot. That's 12 plus, or that's so it's over 11 plus. and a half? Okay. Yeah, over 11 and a half, 12 plus. Okay, that's fine. So, I'll take that. And then for my prop, I think I am going to go back to my instincts here. Give me a Goomba Wallet. Over four and a half assists at even money. I think even money is just a good deal. She's had five plus in uh, five straight games. She's split this number against the Aces so far this season, but we know Dallas wants to run. Agumbawale is going to play 38 minutes unless the game's a blowout. So I'll go with Agumbawale over four and a half assists at even money. All right. So once again, just to recap those, the over 174 and a half in the Aces game is my lock. My dog is John Quell, 12-plus rebounds and Liberty Moneyline at plus 198. And my prop is Agumba Wale over four and a half assists, and I will take that at even money. I was going to take John Quell rebounds, but I obviously took that for my dog instead. So there you go. It's okay because I threw it in underdog. All right, cool. So I put our props in underdog, which is you had – the higher five assists for Enrique Gumawale. I had higher. I don't know if I good. wanted it five. I, I really think five's a realistic closing number. I really kind of wanted that at four and a half for the underdog contest. Scott, you know, we've always they've always cheated us, and we've I, I know, I know it, it does. But we, we stick with the mojo. Stick with the mojo. I'm Scott. just saying, I think five's a realistic outcome for. And, and then we and, and if we we push, it's fine. We okay. still. Yeah, right. it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. It's, it's no harm if it comes in at five. So we got John Quill rebounds. That has to be there. Yes. So we have this is what I did. Bear with me. But this is what I did because I'm trying to get us $10,000. Yeah, I did. Jaquel Jones higher 10 rebounds. I did. Alyssa Thomas higher nine rebounds. Arike Gumawale higher five assists. And then I threw in Tyreek Hill 
because I want us to be qualified. Yeah. I want us to qualify. Mm-hmm. But we do have to hit Tyreek Hill to get the money from the contest as well. It pays 10 to 1, so I'm fine rolling the dice. But again, Tyreek Hill has never gotten this yardage against the Broncos. But Waddle is out. Are okay. we going higher or lower on Tyreek Hill? Let's be different. We always lower. We always everybody else is going higher. Yeah. Everybody else is going higher. All right, so we're going lower. Lower 92 and a half total yard. Oh, wait, that says total yards. Ooh. So that that would include uh, an it, end it, it should or include yeah it should include okay. rushing. Ooh, Scott, does that does total yards change anything or do we still go contrarian and go lower? I feel like at this point you're either going contrarian or you're not. So all right, we're going lower. There it is. So this time we have a four pick, pays ten to one. It is Tyreek Hill ninety five and a half. We're really just trying to get the ten k lower. Alyssa Thomas. Higher, nine rebounds. Arike Gumwale, higher, five assists. And Jacquel Jones, higher, 10 rebounds. That's your underdog pick em contest from the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN for new customers so you can get a 100% deposit, first deposit match up to $500 at underdogfantasy.com or the underdog app. Anything else for the people before we get up out of here, Scott? For me, no. Looking forward to the games today. I know that a lot of people, pretty much everybody's going to only be watching the NFL. I'll probably have a separate TV on with some basketball, especially for the Liberty Bibberty game. Mm -hmm. So looking forward to the playoff action. Should be fun. We definitely will have a separate TV on for the Liberty game and find some way to mix that with football coming up. All right. I mean, for the 14 people, appreciate y'all coming to rock with us before – uh, NFL get started. Appreciate y'all. Hey, just slide over to Sports Gambling Podcast. I'll be on there. I'll give out a touchdown. I don't even, I haven't made the touchdown parlay yet, just so y'all know. So I'm gonna about to make it like right now and then go over there and give it out. 14 people, make sure you like the video on the way out. For anybody else that comes to YouTube, you can check this out. Then make sure you like the video before you dip out of here. And for the small amount of people that might actually catch this on the audio version before the game starts, make sure you leave a five-star review and then you can talk about us however you want in the review. Just make sure it's five stars. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else. There's no other way of any podcast. Just an end it like this. We are out of here. 